What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of a joint Pokemon podcast. This is just our thing, so I don't want to be like, I'm taking over or you guys are taking over. My name is Steve. I'm from It's Super Effective. My name is Michael. I'm from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Kevin. I went shopping today. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Kevin and I are both from Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. And today it's not so much a competition as it is a collaboration between oh, that's, that's super good. Effective that was great like Sports. wow it's yeah. almost like we didn't come up with that right now welcome to pokesports a collaborative pokemon podcast <laughs> boom that's boom it. done the great thing about this is we're all in chairs together yes there's nothing yes, that is a common factor <laughs> we are all next to each other there's absolutely nothing that went wrong today no can i go first with my situation yeah, is that explain all right it. yeah do it <laughs> before you explain uh because we probably have mm-hmm. two different audiences listening we have flying issues that we can talk about, but before when we get all that out of the way, <laughs> we have uh, we're here in Columbus. Yes, we're all here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, we're here for the uh, national championships, the biggest one, biggest ever, biggest ever. Um, and we're going to be talking about Scarlet and Violet stuff. We're going to be obviously talking about Columbus, Ohio, uh, even though it hasn't started until tomorrow. Um, and then we have a bunch of other notes here. But yes. Uh, we have a Pokemon-filled <laughs> show today. Very much Pokemon, yes. Yes. After this news about See, flights. Steve does the good podcast thing where he like intros the podcast <laughs> with what the podcast yes, is yes, going to yes. be about <laughs> versus me and Kevin where I'm like, I'm Mike, and he's like, I'm Kevin, and this is what happened to me today. <laughs> and that's the way the podcast starts. <laughs> you got you to bait People them into the Pokemon get on board stuff. or That's get just out. the difference between 600 episodes and 200 episodes. We'll learn that eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> around episode three fifty. Yeah, like, three fifty. Oh, it all <laughs> so yes, we are going to be in. We are in. You are in uh, Columbus at the moment. I would have been in Columbus today. However, I had a little bit of a travel issue this morning. Uh, I am in my day job a event production person. I'm in event production. I had an event. I was doing an event. It was in Montreal. I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to fly from Montreal to Columbus. So I go over to the Montreal airport to try and get over to Columbus. And the international line is like three days long. I was there for three and a half hours waiting that whole time to get through international customs. And by the time I get to my gate, it's 615. My flight's at six. They're like, there's no more flights out to Columbus today. There's no more flights out to Toronto today, which is where I live, because I was just going to go home. So I had to go and Uber over to a train station and take a train from (laughs) uh, Montreal to Toronto. I thought you were able to fly back to Toronto. I got home like two hours ago. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's even worse than I originally thought it was. I was was messaging Mm -hmm. the whole time. I was like, hey, is there any chance like... Newark Airport isn't that bad. Just fly over to Newark instead, and then we can we can make it here. What's crazy crazy about all of this is I thought I was gonna miss it. <laughs> yes, because you yeah. got delayed. Too. I I was supposed to get in yesterday into Columbus, and I just got a text being like, "Your plane is broken. Uh, you, <laughs> no. We can send you tomorrow." And then um, the entire time I knew that the. I had a connecting flight in Atlanta and I knew the entire time it was overbooked like by 20 seats and I didn't have a seat. And I was like, well, we'll see what happens. If they put me on it, cool. If they offer me like 500 bucks to like wait longer, cool. But I missed the podcast, but I have 500 bucks. (laughs) I think I never registered that. You were in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't direct. Don't you like not live that far from here? Yeah. If (laughs) if it was direct, it would have been two hours, but they sent me two and a half hours to Atlanta to then send me 90 minutes back to Columbus. 
flights. Oh, fun. Flights, That's ladies great. and gentlemen. Yeah. I had a direct flight. It was pretty easy for me. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> I had a pretty Stop. good time getting here. <laughs> easy come, easy go, I guess. The workaround to that, I got home and my, my partner was like, hey, you want to just drive there and have a like weekend? We can have a weekend. You can have your weekend. So right after this podcast, I am going to drive seven hours over to Ohio. I was going to say, how long is the drive? But Seven hours. No. You must really love Pokemon, yeah. Michael. I must really love Pokemon <laughs> to be in transit for over 15 hours. So what time are you getting here? Day. Okay, so for, for context, About we're three. recording this at like 7. We'll probably finish around like later. What time are you getting here? Uh, probably around 3, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I'll stay up for you. Yeah. It'll be fun. Thank we can you. both be sleepy uh, tomorrow. Don't don't force it because you have you have I'm a competition competing. tomorrow. Oh yeah, you're, you're competing. <laughs> I'm comp- Wait, were you planning to compete? Yeah, <laughs> I'm still going to. <laughs> it was so funny because when we got to the B and B, we were playing some 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 uh, online competitive stuff. Pokemon. I, yes, we were oh. playing some Pokemon. Oh yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, that thing. We play. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was so sad because I went to go put my team in a battle box so I can play it online. And then I saw your team right there because I'm holding it for him. I was like, this team will never see play. It was so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a little scared, too, because I need to register my team before, what, 730 tomorrow? So the way. okay, so there was a gigantic line for for check in Uh to the point where it went around the building almost three times. It was ridiculous. It went around the corner, went all the way down, did two loops. Then there was still a little maze portion of it. Did check-in start today or could you do it yesterday? It started today. Oh, okay. And okay, the okay. window for it was only five to eight. That is the window for check-in. Whoa. So if you are competing, they even sent out a mass email that says, if you are competing, we highly recommend that you don't come in the morning because we can't guarantee that you'll get in. <laughs> so that's why I said to you. Good luck. You might miss one round, but good luck. Yeah, I might need to be the first one in the line. Honestly, but in all, we got through it really fast. Like there was at least, I'd say, around 3,000 people on that line by the time we actually got to it. And there were still a bunch of people behind us. So So hopefully they all did it today. Side (laughs) Pokemon story. I I went to like Mm -hmm. a couple of like battle roads. The battle roads don't exist anymore. Okay. Uh, Back in the day when I was doing TCG, this was when the black and white came out. And so I felt confident enough and just had extra money that I decided to fly out to Worlds um, in San Diego. So this was like okay. black and white was the game, but I was playing TCG and they had a last chance qualifier. So I was like, I'm just going to fly out to California and do the last chance qualifier. <laughs> that was their biggest event at the time. Um, and uh, they had 200 plus people that got a round one buy. Because they just didn't have seating for them. Wow. So not only did the TCG thing start (laughs) like two hours late, 200 people were just round one. Like you got a free win because like we need to eliminate because it was last chance qualifier. So you only did like one match. And if you won, you moved on. If you didn't, you're out, out. That sure is a solution. (laughs) That's that's a solution. As soon as we eliminate (laughs) half of the people, the other 200 people can come in and we can start eliminating those people. Wow. So I'm glad in like... 11 years of Pokemon, we still have like registration issues. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I was talking about this on the line with people because we saw how big of a line this was. How how much more chaotic does this have to be before they decide to just split TCG and VG up? Into like separate lines? No, into separate venues at oh, this point. Oh. Just everything. Yeah. Mike, I, 
we had a hard time finding each other. <laughs> we spent almost 10 right. minutes just looking for each other. And we're like, oh, we're by this. We're by this. We're by this. Yeah. There's so many people in that convention center. It's ridiculous. Like, well, I, I feel like before it could have been more viable to have everybody together, because if you didn't do very well in VGC, you could do a bunch of the TCG side events. But I feel like now in year of Luigi 2023, mm-hmm. we split up tcg and vgc so hard like people do not go and play the tcg side if they're playing the vgc side or maybe i'm just biased because that's exactly me <laughs> do you do you find that there are people who play at tcg who You've also play both, vgc right? at yeah, these events yeah. i've played both i i have another good story tcg well you're, yeah. the thing you're asking vgc people that were tcg people i went to uh the national tournament uh a, would been a year i think after black and white steve's been around yeah and I'm, I was still, te- I, I did play VGC at that point. And it was, again, it was yeah. a last chance qualifier. And I won my first match. Then I got completely slammed my second match and I was eliminated. And so I went over to play the pre-release of whatever set was coming out, like emerging, po- not emerging powers, but whatever came after that. And while I was in line, I was standing next to Mr. Wolf Glick, who was also oh, in yeah. line. Oh, I've heard of him. Um, yeah, you've probably heard of him. Uh-huh. And then we ended up battling each other in line as we waited to play the TCG because he's like, oh, you want to do a friendly battle? Uh, and I beat him using a Basculin and a Maractus. Ooh, let me brush those yeah. shoulders off. Okay. This man beat a world champion. I first. did. I did. <laughs> you're the world champion now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're the world, world champion, champion yeah, now. <laughs> world champ difference. <laughs> but at that time, there were so many VGC people that would like just try it and it was fast and easy and then they would just like play TCG. And I feel like you're right. That doesn't, that feels like that doesn't exist anymore mm. because like, I think it was easier just to get in or it was like easier just yeah, to like yeah. get a game where now it's like, Oh, if you don't register beforehand, sorry, have a nice day. Or there's like a cost to it. Yeah. Oh, fair. Like $60 when, ticket, when I yeah. got here, there was no, well back when I was, when I beat Wolf and I'm with the, was the world champ back in like 2011. You have to defend that. Title, yeah. Man. Um, there was, there was no cost to play VGC. Mm-hmm. Like you would just, you would just, yeah. Stand in, in line, register. There was like hundred people. Get in eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you would just do it. And I was when I first got here, I ran my hotel to change and then to come over here. And the guy in the elevator uh was like, Hey man, you excited for tomorrow? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, You playing? And I was like, It's eighty dollars to play. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like ten dollars to spectate. I was like, I wish, but like I don't want to drop eighty dollars to like lose two rounds and be like, okay, that's what, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing that instead. I'm dropping gas money after dropping a plane ticket. He's dropped a lot more to than you have. go over. That's there. true. <laughs> <laughs> He's still coming. Also because I don't want to fully lose the Airbnb that I also dropped. <laughs> so We're planning on paying you back, but it's nice that you're coming. We don't have to. I think there's a good point there. And it's like the barrier to entry to competitive Pokemon is like lower but then the cost yeah. of entry is like higher. higher. So it, it's true. So even if it's like, oh, I want to go to this tournament. It's in my even if it's like, oh, it's it's coming to Columbus. I'm here. And like you pay the $80 and register and then you get here and you're like, OK, I'm in this line for five hours and mm. like I don't know where to go. And like I can't even get into the Pokemon Center. Like it's not even like technically like today's like I would say technically day zero. Technically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like. Pokemon Center is already declining people. You're stuck in line for like four to five hours. It's only registrations for the Pokemon Center. <laughs> And what's funny is that I I was in line for the Pokemon Center. They have a queue for the queue for the queue to get in. There's three lines you have to get into to get into the Pokemon Center, and you need a prior reservation for it. And they've sold out of backpacks. They hit you with the triple queue. Yeah, the triple queue. I can imagine. Did you did you give me anything? I uh, no. 
<laughs> I thought about it, oh. and then I saw the prices, and I was like, oh, uh. man, hopefully Mike can get in tomorrow. <laughs> they're, they're like, I, I think there should be a good chance of getting in at some point during the weekend. So not all yeah. the hope is lost. Yeah, ever. yeah, I'm sure. But I, I will say that with the the cost of entry, that's definitely a big thing. Kevin and I, uh, over the past two years, have really made like a big push to go and get out to these to these events. Um, to the point where we've now had to start being a little bit more choosy, which went with which ones we go to, mm. including things like worlds. We were just going to be like, all right, yo, let's just go to worlds and just be there for, for a week. And now like when we look at the, the reality of it, it's like, okay, no, that, that costs a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, maybe let's not do that one. But, uh, and even for next year, uh, personally, I'm, I'm just aiming at the international uh, competitions. Kevin is looking at like the European international. Yeah, competitions. I might go to a couple ICs. ICs are where the real points are for like competitive Pokemon in general. Like whether you're playing sure. TCG Go or VGC, it's the the point distribution for international challenges night and day. It's nearly double what a regional can give you. So just run to the ICs. <laughs> just you know, go to Australia. No, just go to Australia. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> that, that's the, like a twenty-hour play. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot of Scarlet and Violet stuff going on this week, but I, before that, just wanted to really define what the differences between our channels are, because there are a lot of things that I think people kind of go to one channel for, go to another channel for. Uh, when I look at the Pokemon Cast YouTube channel, mm -hmm. you see lots of different stuff. Steve, what kind of stuff do you see over at the Pokemon Cast YouTube channel? I, what do I see on my own YouTube channel? He doesn't know. <laughs> what do you see on your own YouTube <laughs> it's channel? It's all a fever dream. He doesn't know. <laughs> um, it, it is a fever dream. Uh, you know, I, I put things up on my YouTube channel that I personally want myself. Like as a, as a viewer, like mm. if I go and search something and it doesn't exist, then I feel like I need to make it. A really good example is like when Pokemon Crystal came out on the virtual console. That was, gosh, that was like six years ago when that came out of the, yeah. the when that came out on virtual console, everyone wanted to do like gen two shiny breeding and every single guide out there was like, okay, first you got to go into red and blue and you got to use a shiny Gyarados and then trick it into a ditto and then you got to move the ditto over and then you have a shiny ditto and now you can breed like it was all that, which is like. Once you get it, you just spoke another language. Yeah, like once you. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what you said. <laughs> like once you get it, it makes shiny hunting easier in Crystal. Okay. Oh, but no one okay. was talking about how, like, why that actually worked. Like the number, the zeros and the ones. Right, behind like it. you don't yeah. actually need a shiny ditto. It's just that, like, IV or in that game it was called DVs were different than IVs, and this is how you could shiny hunt without needing that ditto. And that video didn't exist, so I made it. And that's usually like most of my content is me being curious enough to look up something and then being like, oh, it doesn't really mm -hmm. exist. Or maybe it does exist, but it's like kind of poorly explained. So I'm just going to make it. Someone wrote it on a forum on page 52. Let me make it a video. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and sometimes those videos pop off and sometimes they don't. Uh, and then in between, like the consistency is like we drop our news podcast every single Monday and that's like general Pokemon news. Mm. So do you ever find it hard to stay to, to keep that top of mind being like, oh, this isn't something that uh, that this isn't something that's really known or out there. Like I should make a video on that because I find that like I will come across something that I'll need to research, but I never really think about like, oh, I can make content out of this. I can create this. <laughs> I could be the one. You could be the one that I could be the research. I control history. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm not I'm not compelled enough to make 
like battle stuff because other people just do that better. So it's like really easy. Like somebody can come into my like Twitch chat and be like and ask questions about battling, and I feel like I'm sufficient enough to answer that because I did coaching for so right. long and I players qualified. cup competitor right here. yeah i qualified for players cup and that was kind of cool um i beat wolf click i don't know if you yeah, guys yeah. know that so <laughs> in line like <laughs> you, he never saw it coming <laughs> but if somebody wanted like a backlog of like okay i want to try different teams or i want to watch somebody play a team that you're not playing it's so easy for me to send them off to your guys's channel or uh like aaron zhang or like wolfie mm -hmm. well wolfie's channel is out all out of control right now like <laughs> but like just like general team use it's like really easy for me to point to creators so like i don't need to like dip my toe in that because people already do it better um so that's what mm. like so youtube wise that's what i think of like can i make a video that either doesn't exist or can i make it better than somebody who's already done it um and then i go that route but i mean like my my bread and butter is just reporting on all pokemon news um which i've been doing for 10 plus years so mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing that you do that I really like is the the max raid guides cuz I have no idea what max raids are. I do them sometimes, but for me it's like, oh, I'm just going to use a level 100 Coridon and use collision course the whole time. <laughs> that's not actually optimal all the time, believe it or not. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, that's a like, that's a interesting thing too because like I felt like a bunch of content creators were very into Charizard and then after that they kind of just like dropped off. Well, and the, whatever it you was know. the first one, right? Yeah, Charizard yeah, yeah. was the first one, and people like Charizard. Um, and I feel like I'm still one of the only creators that are like making group based content because people do play this game with other people, and mm -hmm. then people complain Definitely. in my videos like, "What about your solo builds?" And it's like, there's so many other people doing solo builds. Like, uh, check them out; they're cool. Um, but yeah, I make a lot of group based stuff what are your opinions on the gimme ghoul situation of it not working for the first eight or seven oh, hours <laughs> do you know about this mike you might not know about this is working all week so, barely so they barely. they released the the gimme ghoul right mm -hmm. so this gimme ghoul max terror raid has a chance of being shiny only way you can get a shiny gimme ghoul ever okay problem is it doesn't work with shiny charm so yeah. it has like no increased odds it is the bare minimum odd chance that you can have to get a gimme ghoul not only that it looks nearly identical so it's nearly impossible to tell the difference <laughs> and the first seven hours that it was out it wouldn't give you rewards or it would just give you broken links broke. yeah oh fun <laughs> yeah I, no, I, I i spent a half hour ranting about this because oh perfect do it again <laughs> well like chestnut broke so they they were supposed to release iron tusk and or Great Tusk and Iron Treads, and then Chestnut, and then those all broke, and then we didn't have raids for three weeks. Three <laughs> weeks of no raids. And then when the, we finally got raids to come back, it was Chestnut and Iron Treads and Great Tusk came back, and then it was like Gimme Ghoul, mm -hmm. and then Gimme Ghoul was yeah, broken for like seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> what was funny about the Gimme Ghoul, to be more specific, it was only broken for Scarlet players. Oh, that's even funnier. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> If four Violet players joined a raid, it worked perfectly. But if it was three Violet players and one Scarlet player, it would break for everyone. Oh, jeez. So it was just Scarlet. Oh, wow. Every Scarlet player got discriminated against for seven hours. It's like, sorry, you play Scarlet. Stay over there. Yeah, and then they got the they, Scarlet they, letter. They fixed it. It's not a. It was not a particularly good or fun event. Like I, I don't know what, I don't know what they're thinking of. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> okay, so it's it's full odds, which is like mm -hmm. whatever, like one in four thousand isn't particularly great. I think ideally, what they would probably want is like, well, if it's you and four friends, 
it's technically maybe like you could argue it's one in a thousand because four different people are checking four different raid dens. I guess. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Because if one person finds it, the ideal is like they invite everyone to come to it and then everyone gets it together. So I understand like the the play So do you think that was intentional? Or do you think that they just, this was an accident? Because others aren't like that, right? So Shiny Charm, Shiny Charm has never worked on raids. Oh, okay. even in Scarlet uh, Sword and Shield, it never worked on raids. Got it. The got difference it. is in Sword and Shield when they did monthly shiny raid events, it was always like a one in a oh, chance, chance to increase. Got yeah, it. so yeah. this was still mm. one in four, which is kind of like they kind of like missed out on it being like one in nine hundred ninety nine. Like that's still kind of bad odds, but like lore wise, it, it fits. would make sense. Yeah, yeah, it's the the special coin. But also, what's crazy is not only is the Gimme Gold shiny terrible. Um, in Pokemon Home, it's way better. Is it? Yeah. So, do you actually notice a difference? Yeah. In Pokemon Home, he's like pure white. Uh, the little Gimme Ghoul is pure white, and then the Golden Go is still the same gold, but it's all its rings around its body are green. So it's green. green? Yeah. That's so much better than whatever. What is it? It's like silver in the game, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you can't see it in the game. I'm. I don't know. I'm team. Hey, just make me a silver. Problem solved. Or like a surfer. rose gold. Would be Anything. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Heck, I take bronze. I'll, Make it green. Make it vomit green. I'd take that. This was our... So, like, Sword and Shield had shiny events pretty much every month, once a month. Mm. It was, like, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday kind of thing. And this game's been out for seven months. First shiny event ever. Broke. Bad odds. <laughs> uh, like, way harder to check raid dens in Scarlet and Violet just because it's an open world. Yeah, yeah. Not really intentional, sure. but open world makes it bigger to run from den to den. And then... Uh, the, the raid doesn't even sparkle. So you have no clue when you go sparkle. in. So you just have to check everything. Yeah, you just have to catch them all and then check afterwards. Oh, jeez. So you have no clue. Like, but in Sword and Shield, they did sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> they did sparkle when they went in. I don't know. There's like there's like so many things I like about Scarlet and Violet and so many things that like... Just make, really make you second guess. Right, yeah. Like, I still think, going to the competitive thing the stadium and the people cheering and having like this huge crowd when you're playing sword and shield so good, was yeah. so good and now when you're playing scarlet and violet you're in like a schoolyard with grandma like <laughs> clapping behind where you. is proud dad we need proud dad i have been saying this for months i miss proud dad with his arms <laughs> crossed looking so supportively down at you from the rafters he was there for you he showed up i mean grandma's hype <laughs> in the schoolyard like she's out there for you i like her grandma's got energy. I, i'm in Grandma's got energy. <laughs> Kevin, you know what? If if I uh, lose out early at NAIC, I will be your supportive grandma. Oh, you'll be proud. I will stand okay. behind you just going like this the whole time. And then promptly yeah. For at least out. one game, and then people will find it weird and <laughs> kick me out, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm hype. Honestly, NA, uh, like ICs in general, like as you as a spectator, for regionals, I would never recommend spectating regional. That's just me personally. It's just... Mm. the stage is so close to the ground that you have 20 people all standing up just to see what's happening. Yeah. At least with ICs, they haven't let us into the venue. But if it's anything like last year, there's a giant, you know, a giant stage that's elevated from the ground. The screens are actually elevated so that you can sit down and watch without hurting yourself. Well, all the ICs that have been broadcasted have looked impressive. I think because they're funded by Pokemon, not like uh, they're not outsourced by... I've always always told people if you... It's never worth traveling as a spectator to a regional. Mm. Um, Correct. But if it's in your city and it's like an hour or two away, I would say it's worth going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But not like jumping on a flight for a regional. Every time. But an IC, uh, I, I, I want to say, I'm gonna, hopefully in four days I can say like, yes, it was worth traveling here as a spectator <laughs> for an IC. 
Although, if I can't get in Pokemon Center or everything's sold out in Pokemon Center by Friday, like th- that isn't a, that is a draw to come to these. The good news is uh, they did say that they're capping how much they sell of certain items per day. Oh, okay, yeah, they've so, done that fast. Yeah, it's, that's really good. So if they sell out of backpacks today, they will have more tomorrow morning. They have enough fresh restocks for each and every day. Oh, so that Worlds I went to in San Diego, the Black and White Worlds flew out there for San Diego. They had a Pokemon Center. It was in it was in a like imagine your hotel room. It was oh in a room that big. <laughs> I got in on Thursday. Well, she's on the bed. <laughs> I, got, I got in on Thursday night. This is a real story. I got I got in on Thursday night. Pokemon Center opened on Friday. There was already a line because it was in the hotel of the convention center for the Pokemon Center. When I woke up at 10 o'clock the next morning, they were closed the entire weekend. They were done. They sold out <laughs> of everything. They only had enough to fill the hotel room. That's all they had. <laughs> it, wow. It was, it was done for the entire weekend. They had nothing left. There is a joke that, hey, you have to spend money to come spend more money. <laughs> That's the Pokemon Center. They've gotten better, though, with the Pokemon <laughs> Center stuff. Yeah, everything's at least... The uh, Pokemon Center stuff this year, yeah, it looks really good. Like a lot of the, they still have mm-hmm. the side vendors here, but a lot of the side vendors will jack up their prices because it comes from Japan or, it, you know, it's it's a rare Pokemon. Well, because they also spent retail price to get Fair, them, exactly. So yeah. they need to make a little bit of money, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually, the thing is, like, I, I already went to the Pokemon Center today, spent $100, and I'm like, ah, I don't need to look at vendors. I'm okay. <laughs> I, know, I, I know when to stop <laughs> myself. I don't need to look. <laughs> Wait, have you guys been to uh, any Worlds? Kevin has. Um, I've been to Worlds, oof. In Washington, D.C. both times. Oh, okay. You went both times to D.C. Yeah, I was East Coast. That was easy to go. I went D.C. once, which was the last one before the pandemic, Mm. which was the fossil one, which was like... The fossil one. Yeah, they had like the era. And then I went to to the one in San Diego uh, where Pokemon Center shut down in like 20 minutes. Uh, And then I went to Nashville. uh, And Nashville was awesome. Oh, yeah? It was good? And they had... I think that was like... What year was that? That was right before it was DC Nashville DC, wasn't it? Oh or yeah, was so, it yeah, was yeah. it DC Nashville Canada? I know they went back to DC, and I was like, why are they going back to yeah, DC? Yeah, they did DC <laughs> they, twice. They just did this one. <laughs> um, but the Nashville one, the Pokemon Center was huge. It had stuff all days, but the backpack was sold out day one. And I think they always said, are. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I don't know why people love the backpacks. I have so many backpacks in my life. Resale value, I guess. I don't know. Don't the competitors get a backpack though? I didn't get a backpack. I got a hat. I try to put it on the table before. Maybe that's a maybe that's a world thing where if you <laughs> yeah, qualify, you get a backpack. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, for that Orlando, thing, yeah. I got a very nice tote bag or a drawstring bag. You did, but you did by both. accident. Yeah, because I got the VIP package. Oh, did you accidentally get the VIP no package? Yeah, I, I got an add on. I was like, eh, you know, why not? <laughs> when in Rome, it works. Yeah, it worked, but it was a nice bag. It was it was a little drawstring bag. I, I use it for other things now. It's it's a nice little like pool bag. Yeah, use it for the event. No. Nah. The no. other thing that they had, it looks like, because he said it was fossils a couple years back. It's Eevee this time. It's oh, the exact yeah, yeah. same thing as EUIC. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing one of the... Oh, yeah, he has the thing that... Yeah, it's all Eevees. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that, to be fair, the Pokemon company sent this to me. I didn't pay for it. Oh, you brush your shoulders yeah, off again. Shout out, FTC disclosure did not pay for this thing I am wearing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would have bought this on my own because like i'm not a huge eevee fan yeah but like that fossil stuff was like right up my alley i was like skeleton aerodactyl yeah. i'm in yes it's there like tyrantrum sign me up like i'm skeleton charmander on my head 
<laughs> not the one. Not That's the one. Not it. It's cool that they go with like different themes. Like when I was in Nashville, yeah. it was very like K Kona, like everyone's holding like a banjo kind of thing. And I was like, ah, I'm not really into this aesthetic. I'm sure somebody is, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't need banjo. The Pikachu. Yokohama stuff looks great though. I yeah. can only imagine that's going to oh, be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're missing out on is like actual merch from Oklahoma. Yokohama. I have I have friends who are just going just to go and grab stuff and then they're going to come back. They're not going to be participating. They're barely going to be spectating. They're going to get what they can get and then get out. Well, that's also another crazy situation because I've known people that they had their trip to Japan booked and then they announced that it was going to be a lottery system. Which, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like a lot of things in Japan are lottery systems. Like, gotcha games. L- like, you gotta play with your tickets there's just, now. There's just so many people, and because of scalpers, I mean, Pokemon Go Fest did this for a couple of years before, oh, wow. where they just mm-hmm. like, it's a lottery to get a ticket to Go Fest. Maybe um, you can explain this to me. How does Go Fest work? What is stopping me from just going to the same park and walking around with my phone? You can. There just won't be any spawns. Oh, nothing will spawn. Your, for yeah, you. your ticket oh. game is in the game. Oh, yes, okay. your ticket turns on the spawns and the Poke stops. And what happens at GoFest? They have more spawns than normal? I haven't played Go since 2016. I'm sorry. Yeah, so there's more spawns than normal. There's more um, stops than normal. There's usually a quest line. So like in Vegas, there were nine Pokestops that were Spinda specific. So when you spun it, a Spinda would appear. Spinda's drunk. Okay, get it. Um, (laughs) Which was really cool because people would be like, I can't find the the ninth Spinda stop. And people would be like, ah, it's by the waterfall. Oh, Uh, okay. So that that was cool. The Mm. treasure hunt. yeah, there's like a quest line you can do. Usually there are bonuses. Um, but yeah, you you could walk around with your friend and you could turn on like an incense and things would spawn for you every like minute. But you wouldn't be able to see all the. Yeah, you wouldn't have the same experience as they would. Yeah. And so um, and then obviously they like bump the shiny rate up for players. Honestly, that might be something to get me back into go. Like I feel like GoFest does a great job in like trying to convince new people. Hey, pick up this game again. Because I don't know. Sure. I, it still has a huge audience, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if it's like 2016 numbers. Maybe there's a drop off. No idea. I've never looked at the numbers. But it dropped off for me. So if there's anything that's going to make me want to play it again, that'd be it. I think the audience has shifted a bit. Uh, it's It's gone away from the everybody wants to play every day all the time to now you have a very dedicated uh, group of people who are not only willing to spend a lot of time, but also uh, money on things in game. Whereas before, uh, people weren't really wanting to spend a a ton on this game. I I do know that Pokemon Go makes a lot of money. Yeah, I think as of this week, they're top 10 in the Apple App Store, again, for top grossing. Because you went to Korea (laughs) to do this thing, right? I did. So how much is a GoFest ticket? Uh, For you to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to GoFest Korea. Uh, that that was a safari zone, so a little bit smaller than a GoFest. Oh, okay. So they have different like levels, okay. yeah. So so like, regionals and ICs got <laughs> it. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so a ticket is usually only like twenty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Um, and they've they've done they have add-ons like for for like this year's GoFest, it was twenty five. But if you wanted like bonus raids, that was like another fifteen. If you wanted bonus like egg hatching stuff, that was another fifteen. If you want the T-shirt, that's a twenty. Mm. Niantic has mastered the like. They they know. Let me add on some stuff. But I think you're right. Like uh, you know, Will and Greg, who co-host the uh, ISC, um, they usually only play on community days or big events. Like mm-hmm. I play every day. Uh, I don't like go hard every day, but you spend a couple of hours just like yeah, doing yeah, your do my dailies, daily least. chores. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like for me, it was it was worth it to go to Korea to do GoFest be, or not or not GoFest sure. Safari Zone because um, one, I always wanted to go to Korea to like technically a business expense. 
<laughs> hey, Texas. Um, but like, I genuinely like Pokemon Go. So it was mm. like, you know, if if mm-hmm. I always like compare it to like your favorite musician. Like, if somebody was like, oh, I love the Grateful Dead. I don't know why I'm going with the Grateful Dead. Like, they they might like fly out to because that's your favorite musician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I throw on fish afterwards. Um, you know, they they might fly out to you know, Denver and then, you know, Seattle and then Austin, Texas, because they just want to keep seeing that band. So for me, that's like Pogo. And like, I obviously explored Korea and had a great time in Korea on top of that. So I would probably need a new phone if I'm playing Pokemon Go. I still have a 10R. I would. I um, don't even know what a 10R is. I I, I use it Mm. till I can't no more, man. It's (laughs) the nice things about these events is there should be something Pokemon Go related this weekend. Oh, oh, fair. I could open it up once once I go O2. Round two, I just open up Pokemon Go. Yeah, okay, but it's been like that every time. Like we've we've always had something Pokemon Go related to do. I've never had a reason to, to do it though. <laughs> you get. I'm sitting next to Steve now. You've always been winning too hard. Oh no. <laughs> Hopefully you don't lose, but if you lose out and you're not doing anything on Saturday, I'm playing hard trick room. I might I might just lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I plan to get like a bunch of people together and walk the city and play Go. Oh heck yeah! So this is a unique. Uh, internationals, not only because it it is the last one before Worlds, but also because we had a recent patch uh, just before it. And a lot of people out there are probably still needing to to go and uh, update their games before they go and go and play this weekend. They made us before we checked in. Did they? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to do that before I leave then. Yeah, you must. It's a mm. system update too, I think. A very uneventful oh, system update. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> I will say that Pokemon Patch 1.3.2 uh, did have a lot of changes, not a lot given in easy to read places. And a lot of them you had to kind of find all over the Internet, like at home or just kind of in the data of the game. The biggest change, I think we've got three moves that are different now. Do you know those three moves, Kevin? Wait, we had three moves that are different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, do because I have three the moves that are different. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what those are? It's a uh, dire claw and some other thing, right? They had the wrong. That's text. Right, yeah, it's dire claw, stone axe and ceaseless edge. Yeah, I think in the game it said they had a high crit chance, but they actually don't. So they just fixed it. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> but they fixed it in the other way. Wait, what? They were like, OK, uh, we're not going to add the crit chance. Oh, we're yeah, going yeah. to take away the text. Nothing at all. Yeah. But I think originally yeah. it, was, they, so it wasn't technically there to begin with, is yeah, what they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was never coded in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, so they, they, the they were high crit in Legends Arceus. Oh. Yeah. So that sounds like a copy and paste Yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, they copy and pasted the text. They didn't copy and paste the shiny animation from... I'm happy that they actually took the time to like look at Legends Arceus and be like, yeah, we can't give Cresselia minimize. That's not okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're no. like, let's change some of these. Well, Hisuian Decidui had focus energy in yeah. Legends, and they took that away in Scarlet and Violet. Not that that would have changed. <laughs> it would have made them a good raid Pokemon. Yeah, good for raids. Can I tell you the biggest buff that this patch gives right before NAIC? Okay. Can you believe it? They mega buffed mega. Illuminate. Illuminate? Like super duper buffed <laughs> I'll give Illuminate. you $5 if you tell me what Illuminate does right now. Two days ago, it did nothing. <laughs> he looked it up. Dang it. <laughs> he was so excited. Two was days like, ago, yes, it did dollars. absolutely nothing. I'm so glad that you said that. He's waiting for this bet. Today, today, Illuminate prevents uh, accuracy from being lowered. 
Oh, today. What did it do before? Nothing. Oh, it did oh, absolutely actually? nothing. Uh, well, yeah. okay. So outside of battle, out of battle, did illuminate yeah. would um, help you find like you would get wild encounters faster outside of battle oh, because they could see you easier. Yeah, um, yeah, they illuminated. But inside it. battle, it did nothing. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. thanks, lantern. <laughs> you can use lantern competitively now, guys. Everyone, <laughs> pokesports.org. Enjoy your lantern <laughs> rental code. I don't know. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Just so you know, though, there are a lot of Pokemon that get illuminate. I was curious. You're I looked me. it up. There are eight Pokemon that get illuminate. Okay. Chinchou Lantern. I can't tell you the rest. You got to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Illumise. Okay. Well, uh, oh, okay. He said two bugs. Illumise does not get illuminate. What? Just Volbeat? Volbeat does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one bite, that you yeah. wouldn't expect gets <laughs> it glows. illuminate. It also gets tail yeah. blow. That's a lot better uh, than... The other sure one. Sure does. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, instead of Illumise, it's Watchog. Watchog gets Illuminate. I where, guess that where makes... does a Watchog glow? His eyes. Okay. He's, he's watching. <laughs> he's watching. <laughs> uh, you've got Shinotic and Morlow. Shinotic. Where does that... Oh, okay. Mushrooms yeah, can yeah, glow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah. The glowy mushrooms, yeah. Yeah, you didn't watch the anime uh, episode and the last where they ones use are them from, to like, light up the... Oh, I didn't watch anime episode number 897. No, I didn't. <laughs> you probably called the exact number. And you don't <laughs> actually, like, for in fresh, because, like, 897 is actually, like, sun and moon. In, the, in there. Yeah. You're probably pretty close. Yeah, yeah. actually probably. Uh, the last two are Staryu and Starmie. I guess that makes sense. Okay, they're gems. Yeah. Mm. But, like, yeah. you would just use natural cure. Every single time. Yeah, because it wouldn't do anything before. But now you don't have to. Now you have options. And that's what's cool about Pokemon. I wonder why is all the options make, okay, that you Okay, why did they make that decision? What in the game is currently around that lowers accuracy that we need to care about? I couldn't tell you. I, the the <laughs> one, one of the bad changes of Scarlet and Violet is there were, uh, in, in ever since like I think like Gen 3, there were abilities that did work in the overworld. So mm. if you had like a Pokemon, if you had Gastrodon at the front of your party, it would increase water encounters for you. Oh, really? Um, and then if okay. you had like, uh, mm. obviously, like if you had Flash Fire in your party, it would hatch eggs faster. I knew that. Um, and then if you had like Super Luck in your party, it would be 50% more likely the Pokemon would be holding a held item when you encounter it. So there was like right. this is blowing my mind. a bunch of ability, like Magnet Pole would be like Steel Pokemon. There was a bunch of abilities like Illuminate that would work. And all those abilities do something in battle except for Illuminate. <laughs> so they're like, oh, <laughs> they do something. Illuminate is useless outside of battle now because we got rid of all of that in Scarlet and Violet and in battle. So I guess that would be like the only reason. There are a lot of useless abilities, though. I would have loved to be in the in the dev office during them figuring out that they need to fix Illuminate where they're like, all right, patch <clears throat> patch 1.3.2. We've got this change, this change. We're fixing raid dens a little bit. Uh, what else can we put in with this patch? Some guy in the back's like, Hey, remember, remember illuminate. I really want to weird. That does nothing. Right. <laughs> There's some Pokemon that make absolutely no sense. Like what is it? Deli bird has two abilities that do the exact same thing. It's like, uh, insomnia and vital spirit. They're literally yeah. identical. <laughs> Those are the two abilities it gets. They're really trying to hit home the theme. Oh, speaking of, did you watch? I don't know if Mike's been away all week. Did you watch the the DLC trailer? I did watch the DLC trailer. Okay, ignore yes. the DLC trailer. Did you watch the Detective Pikachu trailer? I did not watch the Detective uh, Pikachu. That was the best voice that was, acting. That was the better one. Pokemon. There was voice acting in the really? 3DS version. Six years ago. Well, there's voice acting in Pokemon again. <laughs> <laughs> It was so nice. They did it twice. <laughs> okay, so are you are you excited for this Detective Pikachu? Honestly, I never played the first one. Um, 
I don't know why. It might have been the time that I was playing. Do you League think of more people will now that the movie is is a thing? Well, the the eShop is closed, so uh, so yeah, you can't get the old one. So unless you buy, was that eShop only, or can you not have the physical? You could have the physical, but like stores stopped carrying 3DS games. So, oh, so you're paying eBay prices. Yeah, so. you're paying mm. eBay prices, which I, I think it's only like fifty bucks used, so like ten dollars more bad. than. I'm I'm gonna assume okay. that they put like a synopsis slash. Here's where we left off. Because it is an actual sequel, right? It's yeah. Not, oh, was the, a first, the first one yeah. has the worst cliffhanger ever. I heard you talking about it a little bit on yeah. your podcast, yeah. I mean, if you saw the movie, you kind of get the gist of the whole thing. Ever. The movie has an ending. Are we giving a spoiler warning? No. This I, was six years ago. This was six years this ago. Also, the, also ago. I feel like most people have probably seen the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie by now. Pikachu's the dad, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. So it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but th- that, that's what? That's the <laughs> terrible part about the first game is they never reveal that. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, that, well, they, they want to oh, make more but money is this it, time. Yeah. <laughs> is it implied? Kind of. I think so. Is it implied in the game? In the, in the way of like, you know that like Spider-Man is going to win at the end of a movie oh. or like, it's like that. <laughs> like, it's like, duh, it's like that implied. But if, if, Oh, the protagonist doesn't die? Weird. But they, they don't ever <laughs> come out and say Pikachu is the dad ever. They pretty much like, w- at the point of the game where you're like, okay, this is the ending. Pikachu's going to turn back into the dad, um, which obviously the movie yeah. confirms that if that wasn't clear. <laughs> um, Mewtwo's like, well, I can do the one thing you want, which they don't say, which is the dad, or you can do one more mission for me. And then Pikachu comes around the corner and he's like, we got another mission. And it was like, so the kid never finds out? <laughs> he never finds out. Yeah, so the kid is still clueless that Pikachu is his dad. And it's so obvious to the audience. Right. It's like they, call, they use the coffee, right? Like uh, Pikachu likes coffee, dad likes coffee. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, okay. So and they like, hint oh. it. Dad yeah. is a great detective. Pikachu is a great detective. A detective, yeah. Yeah. So we, do we ever find out like how, how Pikachu became the dad? Or the dad became the Pikachu? Mewtwo did it. But well, Mewtwo he, just chose a random man on the street. It was just like... No, Mewtwo did it to save them, oh, I think, it was save? right? Yes. Like someone was it in was a car crash or something. <laughs> yes, but I don't think there was ever a car crash revealed in the game. Oh, that was a movie thing? Okay. Yeah, that was a movie thing. They just wanted Michael Bay. Okay. I get it. it. But it's very clear at the end of the game that Mewtwo was could turn Pikachu back into the dad. I guess that's just one of Mewtwo's powers that no one knew about. Correct, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mewtwo I, can do anything. Yeah, Guys, like, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're all sleeping on Mewtwo. I like, mean, he was made by we're, we're talking about Solgaleo and, and Lunala. Like, forget all of those legendaries. Let's let's bring back Mewtwo. He was, that was like the Pokemon. You, got, you, you ever realize how the legendaries we got this generation are like, oh yeah, they're bikes. Yeah, they're cars. They make, yeah. they make it sun and then put electricity on the field. They, they don't this they don't shatter space time. They don't create Pokemon. They don't change Pokemon into humans and humans into Pokemon. They're bikes. <laughs> they don't talk. No. Nah. They don't. They barely emote. They eat sandwiches. They like sandwiches. They, like sandwiches. they definitely love do. those things. Can't get enough. <laughs> Can we talk about how there's just for two seconds, there's no racing in Scarlet and Violet? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's because there weren't enough frames to do it. <laughs> you made a motorcycle Pokemon with no racing. We have more soccer than we have racing. Like, like it sort of chilled. There was a racing mini game. You would go from one end of the wild area to the other on your bike. And oh, then the, it, the Rotom bike. Yeah, 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 and then it would like time you, and then you could do it over and over to beat your like high score. There's nothing. You can slide down the hill, right? And you, you can, can fall through the floor slalom. too sometimes. <laughs> Love that. And this game does this cool thing where it's like, 
turns black and then starts over. <laughs> this game does this nice thing where it closes my game and shows me other games that I could be playing. Speaking of the DLC, since we weren't talking yeah. about it at all, you ever notice how it's called Hidden Treasures of Area Zero, but so far the two locations are not in Area Zero? Correct, yeah. Why? I, I don't know how they're going to tie that back together. I, I'm curious. Because one is hmm. in the mountain that we can't access, right? That's, I'm assuming, the first one where we're going to. The Japanese-inspired right. one. And then the other one's in the middle of the ocean and underwater. Oh, that's what you're missing. Oh, there's a terrarium underwater, Mike. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's the Blueberry Academy. Uh, really? Yeah. 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 They, they built a, like... <laughs> oh, a, I, I, it's a giant terrarium. <laughs> I think it's just their excuse to give us different locations with different Pokemon in there. I kind of like it. I like it. I'm down for it. I, I, I'm interested because it is the first time, like, double battles were ever shown in a Scarlet and Violet video. Yes. Did you notice that through the whole Fair. game, there was not a single double battle except for, like, that one gym? Just the that just one the single gym. gym leader. Yeah. I don't even think her did her minions even do double battles. They might. I think they might. They. I think the minions did, but that was like the world's easiest gym. Yeah. It was the ghost one. The rapping yeah. lady. Okay, you yeah. remember the one where the the dog hops up on the speaker. Oh yeah, 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 cool? yeah, yeah. That's that yeah, that a really good part of the game. Honestly, <laughs> it's the best part of yeah. the game. They spent time with that. Big highlight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with Absolutely. falling to the floor to see that dog dance. <laughs> <laughs> fell through the floor, landed in the gym leaders uh, area. Um, the other thing that we got the other day, we got Pokemon Sleep news, folks. Here we go, Pokemon Sleep Watch. Wee -wee -wee -wee. I didn't even know that. Well, there is a little short. Uh, it's Japanese only. It's about Snorlax. Oh, is that? And you can sleep? go watch it on oh, YouTube okay. right now. Yeah, that makes and sense. And it's it's Pokemon. It's, it's Pikachu lying on top of Snorlax. Snorlax is asleep, and it's just like a narrator calmly talking over the Snorlax. Like think of a of a headspace kind of thing, like a meditation uh, situation with just a Snorlax trying to sleep. Hmm. And it's it's a nothing video, but <laughs> what it is is the kickoff for marketing of Pokemon Sleep, which is the most hype thing that I've ever seen. They've been working so. on this game for how long? Is it just a sleep tracker? Uh, yes. Yeah, probably. So the people who are making Pokemon Sleep, if you don't know this, made yeah. Magikarp Jump. Um, and The best game ever. The Go Plus Plus, which is the thing you're supposed to put under your pillow to help track the sleep. You don't need it. I think you can just put your phone under your pillow too. But if you want the little Plus Plus thing, that's supposed to come out, I think, on July 15th. So assumptions mm -hmm. that sleep is what's oh, that button that's yeah, like a yeah. hundred dollars yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. assumptions that sleep is mid July and then that's also supposed to work with Pokemon Go. The interesting thing that I I think I just find ironic or maybe funny is people complain so much that Pokemon Go is like selling your data even though Niantic has come out multiple times saying like yes we know how many Pokestops you're spinning but like we're not like saying like. I feel we, like it's just mostly legal reasons. They have to say that. Right, right. It's, like, it's like we didn't see you go to like Target three times and we're selling that back to Target. But like whether or not you care about Niantic selling your data or gathering your data in a location-based game, like Pokemon Sleep is going to know your sleep patterns yeah. and they're going to probably <laughs> oh, yeah. set. Like that, I feel like that is way more personal than oh, like, yeah. okay, we know like 20,000 people went to Mall of America this weekend. Yeah. We know Steve was up until 3 a.m. making a thumbnail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So like I'm, I'm just curious if people will have forget. that same energy when it comes to like I don't want Niantic selling my data, but like I'm okay with ah. like sleep having my data. I don't know. Health data to me sounds 
more private. More of a red flag than... It, like, incredibly personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's personal. And uh, if you're okay with that, that's cool. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm okay with mm-hmm. Pikachu knowing that I have the worst Papa sleep Pikachu. schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, like, what they're going to do with I, all that data. Because, like, I feel like that is a hard thing to track or to communicate back to people. I mean, I do that already, kind of. I, I do wear my like Pixel watch to sleep so that I can see how long I've I was in REM for and how long I actually slept. And mostly all it all it accomplishes is a, a little bit of depression where I'm like, oh, I, I slept for three hours last night. <laughs> yeah, but you don't need your watch to tell you that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But now I have like a little I have a number. <laughs> like, in front I think of about, me. like I, I have used sleep apps in the past and that it's like you slept poorly last night. Like, I know you don't need to tell me that. I know I feel it. Like, I feel I, it. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> but I just wanted the validation. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I did. Thank you, app. <laughs> I feel seen. He wants to tell somebody. <laughs> no, exactly. But more than that, I, I do want to say they're princess in the peeing, everybody, though. Princess in the peeing. You know, they're, they're asking you to take a little, a little thing, put it underneath your pillow, put it underneath your, I don't know, mattress, and just, you know, Princess and the Pea. You know the story. Is of the that Princess a Canadian thing? There's there's a no, gap I, here. You don't know the story of the. It's a, it's a Dis- what? They, they made that like a Disney movie. I'm sure at one point. Do both of you Americans not know the story of the Princess and the no, Pea? No, no, I know. It's like mul- it's like multiple mattresses, and there's like a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like how like and then you- there's a pea. But why would there be a you pee put the there? pee under the mattress? And if you if you lie on the mattress and you're you have a bad sleep, then you're a true princess. Oh, I didn't know that part of it. I didn't know why the P yeah, is that was there. The part of I it. just knew it was. I That's the Canadian. I still part don't know why the P is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll tell you. It. It's a, it's a, it's a good bedtime story. I need you to I'll read it, it to me tomorrow later, when you drive in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Okay. <laughs> um, we've also got more info on Pokemon Concierge uh, coming on July 1st, which I'm excited to see what Netflix is going to be doing with that. That's the Netflix. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know Pokemon what that was. Thing. All right. Do you know what that was? Yeah. Okay. He knows what everything is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I do a news Pokemon oh, podcast really? every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put in a little bit more news here for, for season. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, keep, keep um, along, Kevin. This was uh, this was like the exclusive Netflix deal for more Pokemon stuff because cool. po- Pokemon yeah. on Netflix is like top ten in like kids and family. It's like consistently one of the most watched animation. I should say animation because I think it also appears under like. You know, next to like Flash animations, yeah. Next to like Death Note, it's in like the same yeah, category. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that it's Death Note. Do they Note have and all of the Pokemon. Indigo League on it? Like, how much of the library they do. do they have? They have some of the old stuff, but it's like mostly new. The mostly new, like the Master Journeys and then the Master Quest, which mm-hmm. um, I like. Sassy Ash. I like Indigo League Ash. He's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm assuming the new one will come to Netflix with the girl. I can't, I don't know her yeah. name. Liko? Yeah, something. I've, I've actually, believe it or not, I've watched the, like, the th- first three episodes of the Japanese anime. It's not bad. I like it. Pokemon battles have gotten like, because I've only watched all of the Indigo League, then nothing. And then episode 980 for the Morlul on it. And then I've watched the last three Pokemon battles have gotten a lot better. Like they're actually oh, animated yeah, incredibly yeah. well. Well, they just added like a week ago the 
champion stuff. So like Leon oh, okay. and Ash and like all the battles up to that point, which I heard all of those yeah. battles are animated amazingly. And it's like eight episodes. So I think we're gonna oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna go through all of that. I don't need filler of Ash catching point. I just want to see him battle. <laughs> but actually, though, yeah, yeah I think if much. I could just see all those battles just sequentially, that would be nice. I'm sure there's there's a watch guide out there somewhere for oh, just like a filler guide to be like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna skip all the filler episodes and just do. I feel like with the with the with the anime watching in Japanese is great. I've heard a lot of the Japanese uh, Pokemon cries; those are amazing. Like a what is it a Drakovish. So then the last so little bit that I've got here, <laughs> we've got drive. road. What's that? You still have a seven hour drive. You're already still sleeping. <laughs> what time you wake up today, bud? Huh? <laughs> wake up. You have to go to sleep to wake up. I'll tell you when I do that. Uh, road to worlds is a docu-series that has been coming out for oh, yeah. the past couple of days. Kevin, have you heard of Road to Worlds? I've heard of it. I, I, I saw a lot of photos on Twitter of everyone being like, hey, look, there I am. And it's like as far back away. You know that SpongeBob meme where it's like they make the commercial and then SpongeBob's little hat goes through the window. He's like, look, there I am. That's what everyone was doing yeah. on Twitter. Uh, Steve, have you had a chance to watch the Road to Worlds docu-series? No, I haven't watched it fully. I've seen like 30 seconds here and there from like Instagram or, or Twitter or whatnot. Um, it's cool right. that they're doing that. I think... Uh, like a couple of years ago, uh, a big problem with like watching competitive stuff is that like you, it was hard to be like, I want this person to win or I want this person to win. So like having, I mean, I, I think back in the day, like so many people were behind Ray Rizzo just because he had like an American flag and that was it. Like, mm, I don't know anything right. about him, but he's America and the other people are not America. So I guess we're going to vote like root for Ray Rizzo, I guess. Mm. Um, so I, I do like that in recent regionals and ICs that they do take the time to like talk to these players and to like kind of develop this thing. I mean, we talked about Wolfie already, but like sometimes it's really annoying to like have Wolfie fanboys spam Twitch chat of like, where's Wolfie? Where's Wolfie? Where? And it's like, just look at his Twitter. He lost like yeah, three yeah. hours ago. Yeah, he's, they're he's, not. He's, he's yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time, it's like it's cool to see that like people are invested in him as a player. There needs to be fans. I think if there's any chance of this growing as an esport, there needs to be. The players need to be more than players. Right? Yeah. It's almost like the players become celebrities at that point. Yeah, uh, or like mm -hmm. somebody you can look forward to. Of like mm -hmm. you know, like one of my favorite people to watch is Joe UX Nine. So it's like if if I'm like cleaning my house and it's like oh Joe's match is coming up, like I'm gonna stop what I'm doing because yeah, like yeah. I I want to. I want to see Joe like win, mm -hmm. and we have all yeah, seen Joe get sure. to second place multiple second times, place multiple and then times. finally won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so essentially, what what Road to Worlds is doing is it's following a few different people. I think four or five different people, uh, just as they go through like their prep and their their battles and their their what have mm -hmm. you. But each episode is like almost half an hour long. Oh, wow. I know that there are a lot of like short things on, on the social medias, but uh, yeah, on YouTube, on the official Pokemon channel, they're dropping these like half hour long 
docuseries is about these different people. Some people in masters, some people in seniors, people who are young to masters, people who are old to old to uh, masters, because that's like really what masters encompasses is like a really wide age range compared to like the seniors who is just like, what, 15, 16 edgelord age. The, the most recent one is like really giving an underdog story to uh, Isaiah Bradner. Um, who is a, a very uh, competent player in in uh, in Pokemon? He's pretty good, and it, it's kind of making me be like, I kind of root for this guy. Like, I'm about to play against him potentially, and I'm like, I hope he wins. It's making you want like, them to win, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. I'm curious. I know a couple people that work at the Pokemon Company, and yeah, Pokemon Company International. Sorry, and I know there are a lot of them that are big wrestling fans. And this is something that happens mm. in WWE and wrestling where they do like this, like this was everything leading up to your your big match or like this was like the behind the scenes of like this big event. Do that a lot on pay-per-views, too. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they were like watching WrestleMania and then they had like the after show of WrestleMania of like this was this wrestler's journey. And they're like, we should do that for Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you should do that for Pokemon. Give, like, yeah. Give people a reason why they're seeing this fight or this battle right now. Yeah, like, this is. Mm when two people are going against each other, what, how many times have they fought each other in the past? How many times have they competed and just not been able to get the gold, et cetera. And that's also why they do uh, the win and ends. They could show an eight and O match or a, a seven and O match, but it's not as exciting because those are guaranteed for day twos. What they want to show is the six and the six and one or the, the ones that if you lose, you're not making it anymore. So yeah, one of the two players right. aren't making it to day two. I think the cool thing about Pokemon 2 is even if the player has the sounds mean, even if the player has <laughs> no personality at all, they could have like a really cool like team. Like, oh, this person's using like Kalefki. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. yeah. like not unique. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like Oath Oathworm was like one for a while. Like people were like, oh, an oh, Oathworm, yeah, Oathworm, Oathworm's yeah. on screen. Yeah. Mm. That was an Oathworm movie. That's always the best though. When you're when you go and you you see like very unique Pokemon used in in uh, internationals or regionals, uh, I know whenever we go over our when we whenever we do our like regional recap or national recap, and we see those like Klefkis in there or like the the Orthworms, we're always like so excited to be like, about, yeah. Yeah, why is this good? Mm. Why is this good compared to the the big meta that we we see all the time? Um, it's yeah, it's really cool to see. It's the under. You want to root for the underdog. Oh, yeah. When I was... Uh, I guess that's it. Again, I, when I was at the DC Worlds, um, I think it was DC Worlds where... Or maybe it was Nashville where... No, it was Nashville where like somebody had an Umbreon at the time. And mm. Umbreon was just mm. not seen competitively. And anytime Umbreon came on screen, like the crowd would just like erupt. I was in the crowd yeah. when Pachirisu won Worlds. So I was there for that too. Oh, you were there for that one? Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that. And also, people, you could see me in the crowd holding up a sign. And people will never forget that. People will, like never forget nah, Pachirisu. That is like no. defining yeah. this game. Like that was the first moment where it was like, whoa, this Pokemon, this little Pika clone just won the tournament. <laughs> the last one too. That's what's wild. Because typically for Worlds, people bring what's safe. People bring what's competitive. They bring what they know is good. So when a player makes a bold choice to bring and not like a Pachirisu, <laughs> for example, it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, that's crazy. They traveled from uh, Korea to bring Pachirisu. 
cool. <laughs> you have to have some like big confidence in mm. your Pachirisu if you're going to go all the way from Korea to go and win with that. Yeah. Uh, how does it how does it feel to have been a part of that level of history? Uh, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy that it was yeah. uh, almost 10 years ago. <laughs> That's true. Or a year yeah. off. Yeah, that was, that was almost 10 right? years ago. Yeah. yeah, 2014. Like it's kind of become the mascot of worlds almost. Like you, you will you see will that. You will always see, like when they're doing the the, the highlight reel, there will always be a Pachirisu somewhere. <laughs> yes. And always Sage and Park holding up that trophy like this. Like, that's yeah. just a part of the highlight reel and it forever will be. It also helps that like, I, there was a documentary that they did about him once right where they like showed his room sure there were multiple yeah right they've done multiple yeah they showed his room and it's like full of <laughs> pachirisu memorabilia he commits to the bit i like that <laughs> he committed hard and i respect it <laughs> i'm i'm curious I, I maybe maybe he's talked about it of like if he loved pachirisu going in or because he he has talked about how like pachirisu was just like the right pokemon at the right time in mm-hmm. that format um, and like, that's why it won. Cause it was just one of the, it had like, follow me. It was bulky enough, like it's moveset. So it was like the right Pokemon at the time. But like now it feels like even if you look at his Twitter or, you know, anything currently like Pachirisu is such a big part of him. Yes. That, that is his, it might've not been his mascot before it is now. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm, I wonder if like, yeah, he actually liked that, it before. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> or if he's like, dang, now I'm stuck with this stupid squirrel. But for, <laughs> but for me, like I loved Incineroar. Cause like, I was a, like a wrestling fan. I like mm-hmm. how Incineroar is like this heel Pokemon. I'm a big cat. Like I like, I like, I had three cats at one point. Like, so Incineroar checked all the boxes for me. So the, the, the it just happened that Incineroar is just the best competitive <laughs> yes. Pokemon out there. It's pretty good, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> so like I I never like bat an eye of like I'm building a new team. Well, like the first one on the team is Incineroar. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite Pokemon. It just and I'm sure for some people if if they didn't like Incineroar but they really like competitive, Incineroar could have slowly became a Pokemon they really adored. And then there's the complete opposite where people are just like Incineroar is the worst thing that's ever happened to this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people let their their actual emotions for the Pokemon like intertwine with how they actually feel about the Pokemon design wise, or like, I guess for you in case like what it is like a wrestling cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people are just like, oh, Incineroar sucks. I hate seeing that thing. But they they that could just be their competitive opinion of it. Right. Yeah. But no one can deny Incineroar doesn't look awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool. Pokemon. <laughs> it's such a cool Pokemon. <laughs> Compared to Skeledurge, I'll take Incineroar any day. <laughs> there are going to be people who fight you tooth and nail on that sentence alone because Incineroar, as it as it was in the meta, like totally flipped people's opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it, they didn't even, they, people stopped liking cats because of Incineroar. <laughs> but you know what I like about Incineroar is the controversy that started because the, uh, I think at the time, we had so many firefighting starters. Yeah. And the second that it was leaked mm. that it's going to be a wrestler cat, the typings weren't announced yet. So they're like, oh my goodness, another firefighting type. <laughs> Turns out it's a heel. So it's an evil Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. dark type. It's a lot cooler now. I don't know. You got two wrestling fans and then you got Mike. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> yeah, you, you just said a heel. A yeah. heel means bad guy in wrestler. In wrestling oh. terms. So, so and Pokemon have categories. Like Pikachu is like the electric mouse Pokemon. Butterfree is the butterfly Pokemon. Yeah. Incineroar is known as the heel Pokemon. And if you didn't know, is Japan really? is yeah. really big on wrestling too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They I'm, are like probably 
number two country after the United States when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, they went they went all in with Incineroar's like lore and like how how he's designed and um like his move set is is very um like cheat like heels bad guys in wrestling like they mm. cheat a lot that's yeah. why they're bad guys. Um, so like has you, fake out fake yeah, out throat chop sucker punch darkest lariat. <laughs> oh, they, they went. This they is they went deep. This is mind blowing to me. <laughs> yeah. I was just watching Forbidden Door and then I was like, Tomohiro Ishii came out. I was like, oh, he kind of looks like Incineroar. Like, <laughs> I can see I can see the resemblance. <laughs> I was looking at Primarina, uh, the soloist Pokemon. The soloist? Brion, Pokemon? the pop star. Po- yeah. Brion is the pop star Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What's uh, the other one? Toracat, the fire cat. OK, that's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nothing. What's, burger. what's Rillaboom? Rillaboom a is a different the generation drumming Pokemon, I think. The drumming Pokemon, yes. Okay, so what's Decidueye then? That's the actual Archer? one. Arrow Quill. Oh, Arrow Quill. Yeah, just fancy way for Archer. Yeah, very cool. And then Dartrix is the Blade Quill. I need to to study up on my uh, like the X Pokemon. That would be a fun game if we just say what that Pokemon is in their species type. Yeah, and we had to guess what that Pokemon. That that's like that's like easy Jeopardy or easy Bar easy for trivia. you. Yeah, like, Hold on, easy yeah. for you. <laughs> what <laughs> is the heel Pokemon, Alex? <laughs> He's gonna go. Okay, well let's up. let's do one real quick. Okay. What's Avalug? What do you think Avalug is? I think Avalug is the coffee table Pokemon. I think Avalug is the iceberg Pokemon. Steve is clearly correct. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me it's not the coffee okay. table. Uh, now, Steve, you give me a Pokemon. Uh, well, you want me to give you the the category or the the? No, just give me a Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon name. Meowskarada. Meowskarada. That's going to be the magician. I'm gonna have to say like the clown Pokemon, the magician. Clown. Yeah. But what about Delphox? No. Delphox might be also a magician. The magician Pokemon. I see. I can't remember what Meowskarada was. That's why I brought it up. Because I'm, th- I'm thinking Masquerade, the Masquerade Pokemon. Oh, interesting. Uh, Meowskarada is actually the magician Pokemon. Oh, it is the magician Pokemon. You got to go with your gut sometimes, guys. You just got to go with so it. So then what's Del- Delphox? I bet is also the magician Pokemon. It's going to say the Fox magician Pokemon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Okay. That Delphox is actually... The not the magician Pokemon, but is just the Fox Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> they really dropped the ball during X and Y. They could have they? done Mage at least. They could have done so much more. <laughs> they also had like two pre-evolutions before it got to the Fox. I don't know. I don't know either. This also confirms the existence of Foxes in the Pokemon world, just saying. Oh, I mean, Pikachu is the rat mouse. Right. The electric mouse. Electric mouse. OK. Electric mouse Pokemon. Yeah. And then that R- one, I think I could have told you. I think yeah. uh, Rattata is like the tiny mouse Pokemon. It's not okay. even a rat. It's, they, they call it a mouse <laughs> as well. That is a good point. Like technically these things don't exist. Right. Right. Animals don't exist in Pokemon. Right. So technically, how is this in a Pokedex? Like what is a mouse in Pokemon? There are some questions about the Pokemon. World they got away from like ask. referencing or using animals. I yeah. want to say like near they mentioned like dogs in, the, in like text yeah. though. Yeah, they mentioned dogs. This game had a lot of dogs in it for no reason. What's the uh, what's Poplio? Uh, Poplio is the sea lion Pokemon. So they they brought it back. They bring it back sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they reference it. It's in there. Mike, I got to say, I was a little disappointed when I saw your NAIC team. There was no Oricorio on it. So, you have some hey. explaining to do. You promised the people. You promised there would be an Oricorio on it. Then you send me a paste. 
You know, like, this is my team. And I was like, I don't see an Oricorio anywhere. I was going to use an Oricorio oh, team. Was. Okay. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to know what's happening. <laughs> Open team sheets, I think, kind of kill that team. That's fair. So originally, the, the team that I was going to use was kind of a dancer-centric uh, team. Uh, Oricorio with Dancer copies other dancing moves, so or uh, other like step moves. So with, uh, what's his name? Quaquabble. With Quaquabble, uh, yeah, yeah, who uses Aqua Step. Once it uses that, then Oricorio mimics that and uses again before it goes and uses its own move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's some nice you know mechanics that you can do around that. There's also Quiver Dance from Volcarona. There's uh, Hisu and Lilligant gets a Victory gets a dance. dance yeah, now it's a new one. It's like a physical. Yeah, not legal until like three more days. Till like tomorrow. yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, till after the tournament. Soon, soon. But I figured, you know what, like the second anybody sees Oricorio and Volcarona and then looks at that piece of paper, they're like, okay, that's going for Quiver Dance. I'm just going to go and attack that. I don't want to play that level of mind games. And I'm actually kind of happy that I'm not because I'm about to drive for seven hours Mm. and play four hours later. So that's fair. I think I'm okay. (laughs) I I always respect people going with the better choice or the more comfortable choice. Yeah. Here's my next question. Where did you think physical assault vested Wochen was the better choice? Like, where did that so, cross your mind? <laughs> that was a uh-huh. was that Bruno or was that Mocha? That that was it was one of our mods or one of our friends being like, "Hey, uh, try this one out instead. <laughs> physical Wochen, you'll have fun." And I said, "All right, I guess I'm having fun." Because <laughs> they said that nobody calcs for physical Wochen. Of course not. <laughs> why, would, <Yeah. laughs> why would they have to so <laughs> anyway kevin you want to you want to talk about your team okay i'm running hard trick room so i'm running hat indeedy um armors nah, no no oh, yeah. i couldn't do it this time maybe honestly i've been playing some regulation d Ar- there's a lot less dark types in regulation d i think armors can do something in regulation d we're just gonna have to mm. wait and see but i'm running uh hatterene indeedy Torkoal, King Gambit, Oranguru, and Hariyama. Hariyama's kind of my okay. pocket pick. It's a, it's a little bit weird. And there's a lot of reasons why I wanted Hariyama over Iron Hands, because a lot of people ask me, why don't you just do Iron Hands? Hariyama does incredibly more damage than Iron Hands. It's like not even one-to-one, because you get the Guts boost with the Flame Orb, and your close combats hit like an absolute truck. And the goal in Trick Room is to not have it last more than four turns. If I can end the game in three turns, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about Oranguru that I like a lot, it's a, not only does it have Instruct, so I can do things like spam Rock Slide with Hariyama, get two Rock Slide sets off, double chance to flinch each time. You can also punish Protects, because what a lot of people like to do when they're against Hard Trick Room is to protect in front of it, to stall out a turn. With Open Team Sheet and with Hariyama, I have Encore on it. And I made sure to put it on the first slot of Arcanine, so you know you see it. It's right there. Encore. <laughs> I dare you to click protect against me because <laughs> the second they do, <laughs> you encore them and now they're locked there. So that's See, just there's a, something to it's be a little said bit about of a de- deterrent. Don't do it. <laughs> so hopefully there's it works. something to be said about having a move that deters people from using certain things. Ally switch was a great you know how- example of that in like a uh, player's cup when there was open team sheet and player's cup used to be able to just spam ally switch over and over. It's like, okay, they could ally switch, but will they? <laughs> <laughs> 
You just never have to click it. You'll confuse them eventually. And then on my side, I'm going to be bringing a Fluttermane, a Glamora, Wochen, a physical Wochen, yes, an Iron <laughs> Hands Arcanine, and an Iron Bundle. Yes. Okay, kind of physical a... Physical Wochen with Assault Vest. Kind of a good stuff with a physical Wochen. I can appreciate that. Glamora is interesting too. But yeah, I mean, physical Wochen, I feel like there's something to be said about it, mainly because no one's going to be prepared for it. Like, you can look at a physical Wochen, see that it has Assault Vest, and still don't know if you can do enough damage to get rid of it. And I mean, it also, because it it lowers attack, right, of yes. everything else. Was it attack or special? He doesn't even yes, know attack. he's running this tomorrow in an international competition. I don't even know. It's, you know what? I'm yes, running on no sleep, right? <laughs> um, it, it's not going to go down to very much, right? Yeah. Uh, having the power whip, having the pollen puff, you can use it as as support. You can do kind of whatever you want with it. I feel like I'm probably going to bring it sometimes, but mostly it's going to be that Glamora, that Iron Bundle, uh, Arcanine, Iron Hands, uh, even the Fluttermane. I feel like Fluttermane at, at this point of the game is just kind of a deterrent for other people to bring certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have one Pokemon that is just so hard entrenched in the meta, uh, most of the Pokemon that that come in against it are there so that you don't bring the the Fluttermane. So yeah, then yeah. just don't bring the Fluttermane. Bring yeah. the things that can KO the Fluttermane. Shocker, guys. You will see Fluttermanes tomorrow if you're... Or not tomorrow. You would have seen Fluttermanes this last weekend. Correct. If you are watching yeah. this international championship, you will see a Fluttermane. But this is the last time probably for a little while that so. we'll see like 90% usage on a, on a Fluttermane. I don't know, man. We might see 80% next next. <laughs> the month, way Regulation but, you know, D feels. 90%. It's like a lot of people thought that, oh, Regulation D is going to kill Fluttermane. But now it just feels like, oh, it's Fluttermane and Urshifu. <laughs> now they're just right. both there. <laughs> I don't think it's going to kill Fluttermane necessarily. I think it's just... Going to be it. less prevalent. Yeah, just dampen yeah. it a little bit. That's the You're thing. not going to infinitely bring Fluttermanes. Yeah, with a lot of the Pokemon coming in in Regulation D, it's like they're all very strong. So the Pokemon that are very strong and have no checks like Fluttermane currently, Fluttermane will have mm-hmm. a check. Like you have Heatran, for example. What is a Fluttermane ever going to do to a Heatran? Nothing. And Heatran now you can Grass Terra and just be resisted to gr- a ground now. So you have that option. You can be resisted to a Mongus and just hit it back with fire type move. I didn't think about that. Yeah, Grass Terra is like so good on Heat Ran. Yeah. So Steve, if you could bring anything oh, yeah. to this, since uh, you're not NAIC, bringing anything, if, I could if you bring were bringing anything, anything. Incineroar, <laughs> Incineroar. Um, if I was to bring something, I still liked um, like Dragapult a lot. It had such a weird, like it it, did, it came in second at one of the. Mm-hmm. You lost to the Backscalibur team. I, I believe think. that was Justin Tang's first regional win. Yeah. He did win with a Dragapult and also next to a Chen Pao. So, like, you do double damage. Yeah, Dragapult, Chen Pao. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, which that, like, Dragapult, Dragapult, Chen Pao is what I uh, used the most on ladder. And I did like it. But at the time, it was just like, oh, I need to, like, change Terra to Steel. And I need to, like, tweak some stuff but if i was to play Terras are too expensive man. <laughs> changing a terror type last minute it's like oh okay now i gotta go grind. um i really still like golden go i still like playing golden go mm. um yeah shiny yeah. one or <laughs> yeah I can did you the, get a shiny I did one, get the shiny one <laughs> yeah. okay look at this guy <laughs> um i miss clefairy i know like m- mouse hold is like kind okay. of budget clefairy i guess yeah. but i do miss clefairy 
So you were like the Clefairian Porygon Z type guy? I, did, I didn't like oh. Porygon Z. Oh, okay. And that was a thing for a while. Clefairy Porygon Z. I was, I was definitely Porygon Clefairy Z. Dragapult. That's, wow. how, that's how I made it into Players Cup was Clefairy Dragapult. I would love to use Porygon Z in this meta. If I could go Terra Normal Adaptability Hyper Beam. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just like that level of math. You, you can know? helping hand it too if you really want. Sure. <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? Sure, <laughs> just go all the way. Do that with a mouse hold. Friend guard the mouse hold. Give it Terra Fairy. I don't care. You make it make it a you can, basically. Oh, you want to make the mouse hold a Clefairy. Yeah. I, yeah, I would like that, please. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a moonstone to hold. It won't do anything, but it'll have a moonstone. <laughs> it'll be there. Well, you have a you have a seven hour drive, so yeah. we should probably <laughs> probably wrap it up. I think when we're talking Clefairies with holding moonstones, yeah, yeah, I think once we get to this part of the podcast, we're turning mouse holds into Clefairies. That's when we know it's time to end it. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I just it feels weird because like Steve's podcasts are always like two and a half hours long. You somehow talk for like there's a lot of news sometimes. There's a lot of news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of news. It's true. When you go from like anime, go TCG, it, it adds up. This was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it over at the studio. I it's very nice. If anything, it, it felt cozy for me. <laughs> Just felt cozy. <laughs> So I guess this was nice for my anxiety. I'm glad that we came up with this loophole, though. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this, this works. works. Yeah. You're actually yeah. on the chair across from us. So it's like you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And then I'll be there in seven hours. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll chill tomorrow. We'll have yeah, yeah. Uh, a nice go. dinner. And then when you both lose, mm-hmm. we'll play Pokemon Go on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, we already planned this out. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. To wrap things up, Steve, do you have anything to plug this week? Uh, yeah, if you want to, uh, I guess, find my stuff. If you're listening over on your guys' feed and you want to come over and you want more Pokemon news, uh, you go to PokemonPodcast.com or you can just search for It's Super Effective wherever you find podcasts. This is this really does work out because it's like you talk about everything except VGC and we talk about only VGC. Yeah. So if you really want to know everything about yeah. Pokemon, just listen to both of us. That's true. <laughs> You'll get there. There you go. <laughs> uh, Kevin, you got anything to plug this week? Well, if you're listening to this over on uh, It's Super Effective, come watch Pokesports. We talk about competitive Pokemon if you're trying to get into that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? I will plug uh, our stream. Over on YouTube.com slash Pokesports, Kevin has been streaming a bunch leading up to NAIC. And uh, after NAIC, I will also be joining the streaming crew. Wow. uh, Because I finally have a little bit more time to do so, and I'm very happy about that. Anyway, this has been It's... Uh, the Pokey Sports, a collaborative Pokemon podcast. It's, <laughs> it's super Pokey Sports. It's Pokey Sports effective. It's Pokey Sports. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.